Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jamie Vardy, striker and Leicester City legend. 438 career appearances for Halifax, Fleetwood Town and Leicester City. Won the FA Cup, the Premier League, Premier League Player of the Season and the Northern Premier League 2011. Seven goals for England. The brilliant mind behind chat shit get banged. Husband to dot 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 Rebecca Vardy. And of course, author. But let's see what the book club thought of his book in the first part of our Vardy v Rooney battle in today's Football Book Club. Well, he did progress onto Red Bull after he almost died in training. Richie Delat's got an Expedia coupon. I don't know if I can. That might be a great job. You could be fancy dress consultant for footballers. So, something so unexpected plays such a major role as a plot device in the in the book, and that is Jamie's homebrewed Skittles vodka. Hello and welcome to the new series of Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Bram Stoker, more Nigel Rio Coker. And <laughs> thanks to Stuart Dunn for that one. Jack, I feel it's a tradition still this series for you to um, slag off uh, the things we're being sent in. I'm being positive this series. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start as I mean to go on. That one was yep. not bad. I enjoyed it. Oh, high praise indeed. Yeah, because I haven't thought about Nigel Rio Coca for a while, and Nigel Rio Coca was on my Championship Manager save game 2003 2004, and I I took him to he came to Crystal Palace, and then he got him in midfield with Brad Stoker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he was great with crosses. I keep doing that joke. Oh, uh, come on, Jack! <laughs> I, know, I, keep doing, I keep doing that Dracula crossing joke. I'm sorry. Wasn't it a Paddy Kenny joke in the first place that we've stolen and moved on? Yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, then I, I, I repurposed yeah. it in, a, in another yeah. episode as well. <laughs> now you're repurposing it again. Like you're repurposing every time it comes up. Yeah, you're repurposing the time you repurpose a joke from Paddy Kenny. Bad. Anyway, I'm James Buck, and over this new series, we'll be reading classics such as Jimmy Floyd Hasselbanks, Jimmy, John Arisa's Running Man, and finally, we're doing it, Darius Vassell's The Road to Persia. We're on the road to the road to Persia. Remember that from last week? Nah. Doesn't matter if you do or you don't. But today, we're kicking things off with the ultimate grudge match. With their wives pitched against each other in court, we're doing it. It's Vardy v Rooney, and we're kicking it off with Jamie Vardy's 2017 book, From Nowhere. And joining me to read it, as always, a Jack Bernhardt. Hello. Natasha Daniels. Have it. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, 
was my Rebecca Vardy impression. Did you like it? Uh, I God, did it's like an it. aggressive like start it. to this series, isn't it? I did like it. I liked it so much. Changed. Maybe we haven't even got time to um, introduce James. Let's just can I just dwell on that uh, dwell on that impression for a bit longer. <laughs> um, but also joining us is James Balgen, of course. Hello, James. Hello. Wait, what is that? What, what does she say? Have it? There's, I that, thought... there's that funny video of her where she's like, have it. Is there? That's <laughs> really? Yeah. Like Peter yeah. K style. I thought you're doing that Peter yeah. K, yeah. Yeah. John yeah. Smith's <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, what, you mean the Michael I've spent Omer? a lot of time researching <laughs> yeah. her this week, so I'm, oh, yeah, really? I feel like we know each other now. Nice. Got, <laughs> are you her lawyer? Clued up Tash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, we are recording this episode in um, the end of August, uh, so if the trial's already over, you know, uh, if I mean, <laughs> we could have missed all kinds of things like that. So if anything exciting has happened in there, sorry, we're not going to talk about it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> who, who <laughs> knows what's happened? Social media may be banned. That's true. Yeah. What's happened with this trial? We don't know. Yeah, exactly. We might be getting in loads of trouble. It's Uh, the end of the world as we know it, this trial. As R.E.M. once sang about (laughs) the Vardy v. Rooney trial. (laughs) (laughs) How how are we all doing? All good? Having a lovely day? Yeah, pretty good. I just have to um, put a disclaimer in that if you hear a little dog whimpering, um, my dog had his balls cut off and he's feeling a bit Oof. sorry for himself. So oh. <laughs> just a heads oh, up. Boy. I'm sure well, you guys can all empathise with what he's going through. We've all been castrated, of course. That was, a, uh, yeah, that was one of the rules of Football Book Club, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like, no balls here. I think you're on the head for two weeks. <laughs> Don't turn this against me. Mm. It was Tash's thing she said. <laughs> I think you remember, Tash, when I had my balls cut off, I did just like lie in the corner of your bed feeling sorry for myself yeah, as well. Yeah, you did. Ca- occasionally I yelling. in your head. It was yeah. quite, the stitches yeah. out. I pulled immediately. But I think I speak on behalf of all the football book club listeners where I say, get well soon, Tash's dog, and please don't talk during the recording. Uh, so, <laughs> but Tash, also I'm guessing, as you mentioned, you've been glued to the uh, Vardy versus Rooney trial over the months. I have been stuck to it like Oof. glue. I know everything about this trial. I could well be her lawyer by now. I've researched all the laws that are involved <laughs> and I've even researched the one that may possibly be brought in. Maybe we already know this by this time or maybe we don't, but there's a possibility that a new law could come in based on social media libel. Like, can you believe it? Ooh. Told you, end of the world as we know it. Amazing. Wow. Mm. Everything's yeah. changing. Oh yes, uh, but it's and that that, that I mean it, it has captured the the you know the minds and the the souls of the, the nation I guess <laughs> yeah. over the last like, it's going it's been dragging <laughs> on for two years I was thinking this because it was exactly it was pretty it was in September two years ago mm-hmm. the dot 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 because it was the day. I remember I was reading Gary Monk's book in um, in a hospital. <laughs> yeah. and my dad was having a very routine surgery when he was castrated, uh, uh, <laughs> and I remember that yeah very clearly. Uh, so that I it was really in Nashville, and the time difference meant that it was like four a.m. and my phone was going crazy, and I honestly thought someone had died. So I woke up and had a look at it, and it was about eight of my friends sending me the message, going, "Have you seen this? This is going to rock your world." And they were right. I, my life has not been the same since. It hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't. I, I'm really upset that you tried to outdo me glamour wise uh, from uh, Nashville to a hospital in Braintree. Uh, I don't know which one's more glamorous. We'll decide by the end. But that's I just we like do- how we now remember things by not where you were, but <laughs> what, what football book we were reading. What at the time. book we were reading? Oh, I remember distinctly. I was reading Cammy's book. Um, <laughs> 
that's our life now. Yeah. I mean, Where were you when Michael happened? Jackson died? Uh, I was reading, uh, I think, Jermaine Pennant's Mental. <laughs> but anyway, that's right, why we're doing all of this. As far as we know, Jamie and Wayne have no quarrels with each other. In fact, Vardy's quite nice about Rooney in his book, but we don't care about that. We're pitting them against each other with Vardy versus Rooney, starting with this in-depth story of Jamie's fairy tale rise from non-league to the Champions League. Let's chat some shit and potentially get banged. <laughs> well, we all know that we won't be getting banged because we don't have any balls. <laughs> and Sid definitely won't be. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Sid, come here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So, over the show, we're going to be going to more depth about the book. We'll have a dramatic reading, a quiz at the end, and the wait is over. Ken Zong is back with another chart. But first, let's see what Amazon is saying. The book has 4.6 stars from, mm. brace yourselves, 641 reviews. Ooh. Wow. Is that a record? Uh, it's up there. It's definitely it's up, up there. It's up there, isn't it? Didn't Owen have quite a lot? Yeah, Owen, uh, one of them. Uh, one of them had like zero reviews. One of them had loads <laughs> of reviews, I think. Yeah. You can guess which one. You can guess which one. <laughs> um, but included in these reviews is this five star review from Russell called Vardy Annuals. No idea. Uh, <laughs> and the review reads Jamie comes across as a complex, straightforward human being who is flawed but loves football and life grateful for what he has now but would have been happy in full stop on League Two. So T O O. Uh-huh. Wow. Wait, uh, hang on. A complex, <laughs> a complex straightforward man. human being. I know. Bizarre. That's like uh, how like old novelists used to write about women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? She was so complex, but she was very straightforward. A but simple most... mystery. Yeah. <laughs> but most novelists in those days knew how to spell two. So uh, never mind. Never mind. Um, but what, that's what Russell thinks about it. What did you think of it all, my dear friends? I really liked it. I am going to put my stake in the ground and say that I am currently Team Vardy. Oh, that's mm. a very important thing to say, but I agree. I yeah, agree. I mean, I went into it with quite high hopes because obviously like, everyone knows his story and it's, you know, the fairy tale. But it was also, it was written with Stuart James from The Athletic and I really like his writing. Side mm. note, he should really be our mascot because did you know that he was released from Swindon and then went and got a job in Waterstones? Who's Stuart like, James? Wow. Yeah. He's like the perfect crossover for Football Mm -hmm. Book Club. But anyway, um, yeah, from literally the first sentence of the prologue. Has he met Peter Reid many times? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) probably. That would help. help. (laughs) But yeah, from the first sentence of that incredible prologue where he's drinking Mm. tinnies and getting a tattoo at Wes Morgan's tattoo parlour. I was Who knew Wes Morgan had a tattoo parlor? I know. Yeah, that was that <laughs> was from page one. I was of, like, yeah. I was like, wow, that is a yeah. great fact to instantly know. Yeah. I had to read it a few times because I was like, yeah, wait, does me he just too. does he just know the tattoo guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh yeah, you know, I went to Wes. So odd. That bit was <laughs> yeah. so weird. But but you're right. It is a it is you know we all know he's a big character, but and his story it does help that his story is so good. You know, he went from non-league. To you don't, you don't get to the Champions League in this because this book was written in 2017 or 2016, mm-hmm. I think it was. It ends just after Euro 2016, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we don't get the, the Champions League thing. We don't get the FA Cup win, but we get all the great story. It, it helps that there's such a good story behind it, unlike you know Barry Ferguson's or someone <laughs> like that. <laughs> like it was just, I like football, so I played it. <laughs> My tongue's made of bacon. End of story. <laughs> But yeah, it was great. James, you enjoyed it as much? I really liked it, yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Bellamy's. Well, more less the story, more the character. Just a, a bit of a rascal 
but you're rooting for him. Yeah, yeah, he sort of gets away with it with his charm. That's really interesting because I I think this book I was really surprised by how like laid back Vardy was. I know that I know that, but whereas compared to Bellamy, who seemed like incredibly neurotic and incredibly like, oh god, my whole life is oh, it's like my whole life is crazy and weird. Like Vardy's the fact that I was really expecting this book to be like a lot of you know Sheffield Wednesday let me go and I knew I could get back there. I always knew I'd be back at the top. But like I'd say for the majority of the book, he's like, I was really happy making crutches for the NHS. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, that, yeah. and playing football yeah. on the yeah. side yeah. it was great it was really really fun and then yeah. a random guy told me i could play for england and i was like yeah okay and so i did <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't even thought about it before i suppose yeah. i could couldn't i oh yeah probably could do that yeah and, it, and it's and obviously jamie buddy's you know he's not had a, he's had his fair share of dodgy moments in his career but he talks about them in re- in a lot of depth in the book he doesn't yeah. try and like yeah. move away from them he like he says mm-hmm. like look i really own up to that time in a casino <laughs> and he, he says no, he really is yeah. incredibly apologetic for it and that's what we want that's what we want i think that's probably the best version of that in that we've ever seen in these books yeah i agree yeah. i, I agree it, it was you that was really, really get the well sense handled. that he's like grown from all of the crap things that he's done yeah and he's done a lot of crap things it's weird because often with those things when people do that in these books they always come across as quite defensive mm-hmm. yeah he came yeah. across as incredibly like oh god yeah i was awful or like yeah. i couldn't have done that forever that would have been terrible or you know i'm yeah. a bit of a rascal but yeah um, it's true although i think some of the stories are slightly selective in that like oh, yeah, yeah I'm just sure. like i didn't do nothing enough to like okay <laughs> but, well yeah. i was just standing at the bar one second and the next minute i got glassed i, got I don't know what had been happening <laughs> mm-hmm. yep the next, next minute I was I was in prison buying DVDs of American Pie. And I'm dating my Facebook status to uh, to some of my favourite characters yeah. from American Pie. <laughs> it's true. It was it, it was great for that. I mean, we're all big Vardy fans anyway. Oh, oh actually, I will tell you what, my one letdown with this book. Mine came, and this isn't Jamie's fault. I can't blame him for this, but um, my book didn't come with a cover. Just yeah, sleeveless. Mine didn't either, so I it's didn't get to see his beautiful face on the cover. There is a cover though, right? It's just me yeah. and Tash haven't got it. But I have a mystery stain on the back. <laughs> and I, as you can all see now, oh, no. I'm going to take a picture of that. A mystery stain on my car. I've no idea what it is, but it's the dirtiest book I've ever received <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. And I reckon the book it's, co- uh, it's Skittle Have you had your hands on it, Jack? WKD or something like that from his... Uh... How dare you, Tash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a reference to Jack getting excited about books? <laughs> But, but not it was it was the it was book. one time it was <laughs> and it wasn't even true <laughs> i hate this I running joke i hate it as long as you could turn all the pages then it's fine <laughs> like thankfully i could it does smell like oh no it smells smells like smell. smell it i've been spurring this but it's, it's still sticky wherever it is i don't know oh, god. Oh, god. i know not nice oh, not god. nice Look, nice. mate, save it for our Instagram live. <laughs> James save Bug smelling books. Fans. Lick yeah. it, lick it. Um, so, <laughs> Welcome back to James Bug licking a book on Instagram live. <laughs> that is what we're going to do. But let's get into the book. Let's get into the book. Obviously, it starts off um, uh, with Jamie uh, very low down in the Football League. Yeah, I so... Vardy falls into this category of players who were, you hear it quite a lot, they were told they were too small to make it as professional footballers and then they went on to become like some of the best players in the top leagues. I want to know why clubs aren't learning the lessons with this. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a list of players and it's not all of them, this is just a few of them, who were told they were too young to make it and look what they all did. Roy Keane. 
to not Andy too young Robertson. to make it, too small. Uh, too small to make it, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, you're 12 years you're old, you're afraid we're going to take you. You're never going to play the I don't Premier think you'll ever grow up. Yeah, he's told they're too small to make it. Um, Roy Keane, Andy yep. Robertson, Antoine Griezmann, Lionel Messi, and even... Harry Kane, James. Which when, I didn't well, know. when was Lionel Messi told he was too small to no, make Lionel it? No, Lionel Messi is a really interesting one because wasn't he... Because he was in Argentina. Didn't Barcelona kind of get him because they got him uh, growth hormones or something like that or yeah. something like that to yeah. help him grow? Because yeah. he was expected to grow up to be like, I don't know, three for eight or something like that. And they gave him these things. <laughs> yeah, he had 12 growth hormones. And he yeah. rocketed. And he, he got too big. <laughs> he became a giant. <laughs> so to give him some shrinking hormones. To take him. Honestly, there, there was something along those lines. Where in the modelling world, they call this the Kate Moss effect. So football needs something equivalent, right? Because Kate Moss is only five foot seven, but she's arguably the most successful model of our time yeah and and they call so, Lorenzo Amoruso <laughs> yeah. but when these like smaller people come up but they they manage to kill it they say oh it's the Kate Moss effect so there you go ah, okay mm. because why t- typically a height is like 5'11 or so yeah 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 that's interesting mm. So that's the first time, only time, Jamie Vardy's getting compared to Kate Moss. I think, apart from his scrapes with the law, maybe that's about it. And his, and his party lifestyle. Actually, it's quite a lot of similarities between the two. I so think he's, like he's been bit. on a night out with him at some point, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that was his, his ex-partner before he went out with Rebecca, I'm pretty sure. Um but yeah, you're right, James. You are right. Uh, he, he was he was discarded way too early. He ended up going down to Stocksbridge, I think it was. Right yeah, it was just, obviously he's a big shift for Wednesday fan. It was his dream to play for them. And that was his goal. And I think uh, what Jack was saying before, how he was just kind of happy to, after that, to work and just and just play football at a low level. Because his dream was to play for Chef Wednesday. And when that went away, he was like, well, the dream's gone now, so I'll just play football for fun. Which was like, <laughs> which was his attitude. Um, and it wasn't, yeah, obviously he didn't turn professional until he was, what, 24, was it? Yeah, so all yeah. the years prior, he was playing in um, non-league and worked in a factory that made medical equipment for hospitals. And he loved that job because it allowed him to keep playing football through the week. Played for Stocksbridge Steel, what are they called? Stocksbridge Raid, Steel, Steel Rangers? Rangers, Steel Ra- I think. Steel Raiders? Fridge Raiders? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Stockbridge um, Fridge Raiders? <laughs> uh, and teams called things like the anvil and then later on play, play for against, Halifax. Play a team called belper <laughs> belper yeah and Fleetwood. but yeah he was happy he was happy being in those just, leagues and just playing just on that note there's a bit on page 91 where he feels like he has to explain who andre arshavin is he goes at one point he claimed <laughs> that i was better than andre arshavin the russia international playing for arsenal at the time um, but then he doesn't explain who North Ferriby are on the next sentence. <laughs> like, we all know. <laughs> what kind of people? Football fans all know Arshavin, but no one knows who North Ferriby are. And, and if you're listening in North Ferriby, I'm very Excuse sorry. Excuse me. North Ferriby is beautiful. Is it? That represents yeah, my Yorkshire so Yeah. So, 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 yeah. <laughs> Andre Arshavin is pretty beautiful as well. But yeah. True. Yeah. So basically he was happy. He was happy. You know, he wasn't sort of, um, you know, had a chip on his shoulder that he didn't make it and was sort of trying to prove everyone wrong he was just happy playing lower league football for a long time he didn't really expect to get any higher and he didn't actually mm. care that much whether he did it wasn't no. really his aim um but it's quite surprising that he even got that far because his diet in the early days was not the best oh um, my gosh as I'm <laughs> we, sure picked up on. we have touched upon diet with matt latissier mm. uh, a few other players i think we've had as well uh, jason well, he, uh, lorenzo amoruso got a bailey's addiction so you know oh, yeah he did of- that's that's true but james 
you, you're right. You're on saying it. Jamie Vardy's d- diet is disgusting. I mean, <laughs> that was the yeah. word. to name a few, I mean, I'm sure there's more than this that, I've, that I haven't included, but some of his pre-match meals were McDonald's, KFC and Burger King. Just that is literally a pre-match meal for him. Yeah. Um, black pudding, Red Bull and double espresso, which he still does now. Oh, his, black, his, black pudding. His, oh, yeah, sorry. No. Black pudding is it, only the one he likes is the st- is the one at the pub he played for before he went to Stocksbridge. Not too dry, not too... He says, it's still the ba- it best black yeah. pudding I've ever had. Fried to perfection, not too dry, just right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then later on, he's filling Lucas Aid bottle with port, which mm-hmm. is an odd... Oh, yeah. That's yeah, weird. Marcus Hanneman be fuming with that. He said, put Red Bull in it. Well, but- he did progress onto Red Bull after he almost died in training. Um, <laughs> and this is his mad pre-match routine. Yeah, so basically he got onto at one point three cans of monster energy drink before training. <laughs> Every time. And then, hang on, there's a... Right, didn't, he like have a, didn't he have like a cardiac arrest or something? Yeah, You have to stop drinking this. So he was oh. like, okay. Yeah. I, I think the line is, shall I go to the gym? No, I'm going to have three cans of Monster. That's what he <laughs> says. <laughs> That's so weird. It's like, should I eat a healthy meal? No, I'll have five lines of cocaine. Okay. <laughs> See, Kate Moss. Yeah, yeah, so he true. had one can as soon as he got up to get himself going and another two before training. And he says, uh, one day in training, my body just packed in. I had absolutely nothing left in me and felt horrendous. We got pulled in by the doctor and advised to cut back, which we did. We went on to Red Bull instead. So oh he almost That's died in training, he... just went on to Red Bull. But then doesn't he have his, his Red Bull routine? Like he has a, you know, his like schedule for eating or for drinking Red Bull is just yeah. crazy. Like yes. pre-match, it's mad. Like he yeah. has one when he gets up, and then he has like he. he there's then a he has a ham and cheese omelette. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> then he has an espresso with another player where he's like, I down it as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. Then he has like a third Red Bull, but he says this one is a sipping Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I just sipped this one lightly. <laughs> Like he's some kind of Red Bull sommelier. It's like yeah. amazing. Just he's like poured it in, like a, little, in a whiskey glass. Yeah, like a little tumbler. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's I, crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's one point where he's, he's talking about. I don't know where he is at this point. I think it's when he's younger. And he's like, oh, the lads were talking about making some pasta. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not having that. I'm going to get McDonald's. He's like, who doesn't like pasta? It's not like it's. Like, <laughs> well, we know. Darren Huckabee well, doesn't like pasta. Yeah, from the very first book, from the very first book, he bloody hates it. But you know, I think with Jamie's uh, clear appetite for um, fine drinks, I think he's missing an opportunity to become a master brewer, like a craft brewer of some sort. Because uh, James, I-, I don't think I've read a book yet where um, so- something so unexpected plays such a major role <laughs> as a plot device in the in the book, and that is Jamie's homebrewed Skittles vodka. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw the title of this um, entire chapter, chapter. Title, <laughs> yep. I, yeah. I don't know if you guys had this when I was at uni. Do you remember that drink called Skittles? I thought it was that. Mm-hmm. Are you, what are is you that? familiar with I that? I don't remember that. No. So it's like it was big in Newcastle. It was kind of I can't remember exactly what it was. And it was like orange juice, vodka, lots of e numbers. Basically, okay, it's like a okay. really bright green drink called Skittles. So I thought it was about that. No, it's worse. It's way worse than that. And I. I don't know where he's got this idea from. He, he, he describes it in depth. Um, if, you, if you don't mind, I can go into yeah, that. He goes, do it. He says, around that time, I had a three-litre vodka bottle at home. Just had it. <laughs> Just had it hanging around, so I thought I might as well try and make something. That I would put loads and loads of Skittles in. Once one batch of Skittles have fully dissolved, I'll top it up with more, but with one important condition. I'd only put the red or purple sweets in, because when I eat them, I don't fancy the orange, green, and yellow ones. <laughs> now, I... 
like you a- guys, the, the faces on you guys right now is telling me that you've never had this and you think it's disgusting. What? Yeah. I have yeah. had this many, many times and I have made oh. it myself quite a few times. <laughs> I mean, it, so- it sounds tasty because as he and says... Actually, it, but- Jamie, talking about him becoming a master brewer, I think he needs some tips from me because you don't... He waited six months once to dish his out. If yeah. you put the vodka bottle with the Skittles in it in the dishwasher while it's on, it makes it in one round of the dishwasher. Wait, what? Is it closed? Is the bottle <laughs> yeah, closed? Yeah, you close the bottle, put it in, and you can also do it a Mars bar as well, if you want. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sh- How have you made the scummiest <laughs> things even scummier? <laughs> we used to make it all the time. Maybe it's a Sheffield thing, because I went to uni in Sheffield. Oh, God. Maybe. So maybe God. it's a Sheffield God. thing. But yeah, and if you put it in the dishwasher, sometimes you need two rounds if it's on a cool wash. Then it... it <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of effort. It's delicious, though, and it's basically I'm sure pure it is. vodka. Yeah, and and it just I'm, I'm guessing it just tastes like Skittles, right? Yeah, it's great. Blimey! I mean, I'll yeah, make people some as an end of season a, treat. I, 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 you I'm had down. a dishwasher at university. I'm, I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah. If you're not a professional footballer, yeah. Yeah. you have to train hard. <laughs> All you need: pack of Skittles, three liter bottle of vodka, and some dirty dishwasher water. <laughs> you got the perfect drink. In, Imagine that on a cocktail list. <laughs> That is the funniest bit of this book when he's when he's talking about Skittle vodka and he says he got injured and he's not oh, recovering yeah. from the injury. Yeah, dead leg takes about says, three weeks to heal. He says to the physio, the physio's like, how is this recovering? Usually it's recovering really quickly. He's like, oh, I'm not, not doing anything I don't normally do. I just drink, <laughs> drink three litres of Skittle vodka. And they're like, yeah, that, that'll be the reason, Jamie. <laughs> Plus, you know, 17 Red Bulls a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, KFC Ziggy I bucket. feel like this is why he's graduated to port though because port's just basically grown up Skittles vodka isn't it it is it is very it's, very su- so. it's very sweet it's very sweet but you don't make it in dishwasher as far as I'm aware <laughs> but I don't know I don't know well yeah talk, talk to people in Portugal maybe they're yeah, all being true. like maybe oh. it's the traditional way yeah. <laughs> yeah, or they're like we've been wasting years trying to like slowly ferment it we bang it in the dishwasher we get it in yeah. five minutes all those vineyard tours you do you can just like and they'll just get rid of all those beautiful casks and they're just Place them with a bunch of like Bosch dishwashers. <laughs> each other. Dishwasher. I'll this do is some the white. Extra... This is the red. <laughs> I'll do some extra content for the subscribers and do the whole recipe if you like. Oh my god! Ooh, <laughs> that good. I mean, uh, and all of our listeners will soon die, which would be sad. But uh, beyond that, I'll be pretty happy to have it. Or they'll go on to play for Leicester and win the uh, Premier League. You know, it's going to go one two ways. So, like, if we've been reading this in a book of a sort of non-league, low-league player, and we'd be like, "Oh, you know," but if, like, we know what he went on to do. <laughs> yeah. and it seems yeah. crazy that he, this is his diet. Like, he still has the Red Bulls and and espressos now. And yeah, look how good he is. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. For now, for now, and, and that's, that's weird. And that is weird because you know, like Giggs, for example, was always doing yoga and stuff. They always say because yeah. like to keep his to extend his playing career for a longer bit. Yeah. Whereas he has looked after his body awfully, and he's just naturally incredibly fit. <laughs> he as he does says, say all the way that through it because he didn't start playing professionally till he was twenty four. He thinks he's going to go on for ages because he didn't wear his legs out. <laughs> yeah. Man, so is that, does that suggest that like if he if he didn't start until he was forty two, he could have carried on playing yeah. until he was like si- sixty three or <laughs> like, something? Guys, we, we could all suddenly us, yeah, yeah we could still yeah. be playing for England and when we're seventy. Get the dishwasher off. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then he goes to Leicester. He's the first ever non league player to move for a million pounds when he goes from Fleetwood to Leicester. Yeah, and he 
his relationship with his managers at Leicester and actually with all of his clubs is really interesting. I found mm-hmm. the how he interacts with the managers was really fascinating. He talks about Nigel Pearson, who's the manager who bought him, and he says that um, the way he starts the I think it is the Skittle Vodka uh, <laughs> chapter. He talks like it starts off with him being like, "I wanted to go back to Fleetwood, and I told Nigel Pearson I want to go back, and he said, "No, you're staying here. You can make, definitely make it this level." Because he starts quite badly when he's at Leicester. Yeah, well, uh, he starts it, well, and then he goes quiet afterwards yeah it's a good first and couple of games he seems to kind of like lose confidence in himself and he's like well I'm, i don't belong at this level and it's, yeah it's really from nigel pearson who who kind of encourages him to keep going which is weird because i always thought nigel pearson was like not a great manager seems I, quite rude i but... i always thought he was a uh, just uh, uh, terrifying oh, i was yeah, nigel yeah. pearson he's like there's a bit in this book which is so Nigel Pearson where he tells a Leicester fan on his own coach uh, to fuck off and die. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and he gets in big trouble from it. <laughs> and it's the, it's the way I thought. That's Nigel Pearson. But I, I, think players do, I think players do like him for that for that kind it, of mad stuff. And the, it is the way thing, that Jane Vardy's just like, oh yeah, well he told a fan to fuck off and die. But obviously... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that happens but he he so he because he loves it so because pearson also plays for sheffield wednesday and so you know like jamie vardy absolutely loves him he thinks he's brilliant yes. but also he do you remember when do you remember when nigel pearson had that really weird comment about the ostrich of, of, of forever the, yeah. the amazing comment that. jamie vardy says um that <laughs> he was obsessed with this comment uh he said he's watched the clip of nigel pearson saying that comment about the ostrich so many times that he can now recite what he's saying he finds it <laughs> so funny so what, what it was um it was it was regarding um he was asked something by in a press conference wasn't he anywhere yeah, um he, he, I, you can see it yourself you're not an ostrich are you or something like that or you're an ostrich with your head below the, the sand the exact line is if you don't know the answer to that question then i think you're an ostrich your head must be in the sand is your head in the sand are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand <laughs> <laughs> what's great about it is you can tell he's going through the like the analogy in his head and yeah. he's just getting more and more into it he's like i'll bring i'll bring the head going to the stand that's what i'll do but that's I'll all there really is to it. that's all there really is the sand like once you've got the sand stuff he's like <laughs> can, oh, go on. can, can because... you lay a massive egg how big is your wingspan you can yeah. carry on. do you do you live mainly in sub-saharan africa <laughs> <laughs> Do your wow. wings get used as feather dusters? Yeah, I thought not. <laughs> Can you kill a man with one kick? <laughs> he does well, eat an ostrich a bit could. later in the book, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, because well, yeah, apparently yeah. it was it took the training ground by storm, and the chef decided to make ostrich burgers. That and, is funny. Um, and and apparently Nigel Pearson takes it really well. The finest cuisine Jamie Vardy has ever eaten, an ostrich did, burger. Didn't you eat an ostrich on our, on our um, football book club podcast? Uh, no, sorry, that's, that's the name of this show. On our, uh, on, our, on our Patreon specials. I think you talked about a time you I made... I did, uh, yeah. yeah. You I rode an ostrich and then, then ate, ate an ostrich. Yeah, I did. It yeah. wasn't my finest hour. If I was Jamie Vardy, I'd have an extensive apology in my autobiography about that period my, of my life. My... <laughs> Much like in uh, Empire Strikes Back, Tash was riding an ostrich, and then a, uh, a snowstorm caught her, and she burrowed her way into the ostrich, and then ate it. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Luke eats it. I can't remember. Anyway, um, I don't think Luke but, yeah, eats it. it's just, that, a, just for warmth, isn't it? It is. But he does have a strange relationship with managers. I know what you mean. He does. He does. And, and he does. That, uh, but the, his best relationship with the manager is uh, Claudio Ranieri. Which is great is, to hear. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. I love his relationship with Claudio Ranieri. What a lovely guy he comes across as. He really does. Yeah. They have, there's a, there are just so many beautiful moments with Claudio Ranieri. Um, like he has that saying, uh, dilly ding, dilly dong. Yeah. Uh, which he is, 
Um, and then when they're doing really, really well in the league, he gets everyone a bell um, to oh, yeah. commemorate dilly ding dilly dong oh it's so sweet and there's a player has like a birthday party and claudio ranieri turns up the day before gets the date wrong <laughs> yeah turns up to the restaurant and is like where is everyone and then has to turn up the next day and then he still he goes also, he still goes he's still and he gives a speech oh, yeah a lovely guy and he walk um, around ringing bells and giving speeches the best thing is his nickname for jamie vardy is so funny do you remember his nickname? Not really. He, he says, yeah. hang on, I'll try and find Oh, I do remember it. I do remember so it. I do funny. remember it. Because I thought about having this as my out of context quote. Uh, but then I found a possibly even more baffling line in the book. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> Which, which I've gone with. <laughs> he says, um, uh, by now, Claudio had been char- in charge for a couple of months and he got to know us pretty well as personalities and as players. Uh, one day, because I was doing my usual thing of rabbiting on in the dressing room, he told me to turn the radio off. I looked at him, confused. And Claudio said... You, you're always talking. You like fucking radio. You, radio wanker. <laughs> <laughs> the nicknames in this book are quite stunning. They're brilliant. To be They're fair, brilliant. like they one are. of my personal favourites is when he gets called the Caesar of Leicester. <laughs> oh yeah. <he> does. <laughs> Why was that again? I don't know. And then he turns around and he says, "I'm not the Caesar. We're all Caesars." Like that's oh, not yeah. how Caesar works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not true. Yeah. Yeah, the whole team is Caesar. Man. Yeah, the floor is made of Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> Just very quickly, uh, Claudio Ranieri, when Jamie Vardy breaks the scoring record in the Premier League, also gets him a shirt. He says he presented with a signed Leicester shirt at the training ground a few days later. He turned around to look at the back. It said nine wanker. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely is. brilliant. That is the perfect combination of heartfelt, sentimental, and hilarious. It's true. Brilliant. And actually, Vardy has a good... And and I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I think he has a good relationship with pretty much every manager he's with. He kind of realises that how lucky is they that they all help him along even Hodgson uh, England uh, yeah. he's obviously a big part he, he makes a big gamble because he Hodgson I, I always found this weird at the time he, Hodgson brought in Vardy into the England squad in those summer internationals the season after I think Leicester's great escape and yeah. he only scored like four goals in the Premier League that year I remember at the time people were saying he scored as many goals as Danny Rose that year uh, from left back and I thought it was really strange that he got in the England squad on that but Hodgson, for you know, all his flaws as England manager, that showed a lot of foresight. Yeah, but I mean, can I just say, how he let him know he was in the England squad was quite astounding. He got a text, what? like he was in Love uh, Island. Yeah, I got a he text. Got a text <laughs> yeah. saying, and it's, hi, it's mate. It's huge. England, yeah. yeah? It's the longest text ever. <laughs> it's the longest text. He prints it out and it's just this like barrage. Of, it's yeah. like one of those texts that you get that, that's like when you need to upgrade your phone. Yeah. It's like sort of yeah. Here are all the options. Contract. Yeah. Or it's like, or it's like when you get a um uh, a COVID test back. It's like yeah. all these things like, but what's the what's the where's the important bit? I can't what's, yeah. what's the chance the story trying to tell you me. Have tested positive yes, for if England. you would like to join the England squad. <laughs> it stressed yeah. me out that text because it was obviously a generic text um and he was newly called up and it was saying where the tracksuit you wore last time and I was like, but he doesn't have one. How's he gonna what's he gonna oh, turn yeah. up in? Bring That's your true. luggage. Uh, I can imagine like him wheeling out his like mum's Matalan suitcase. Like, will yeah. this do? Painting a <laughs> night like, tick on the front. Or get a Jason McAteer's mum to make him his tracksuit yeah. for him. Go, please. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that Gary Monk? I can't remember. No, was it was it Jason McAteer. Oh, uh, yeah. Gary Monk is saying as well, right? I can't, I can't remember. Gary Munt did science, yeah. Gary but, um, did stuff. Yeah, they did stuff. Not much, but he did do some things. Um, but uh, the, my favourite two things about the England thing is, I was going to mention, was, first of all, he almost doesn't go 
to his, he almost doesn't take the England call up because he's, he, he's, he's, he thinks it's going to be a faff because he planned to go away with our children and Gary Taylor Fletcher and Richie DeLatt's family. So he's like, age 29, he's got this dream England call. He's like, maybe not actually. You know, I yeah. was going to go away with Richie DeLatt. <laughs> Richie DeLatt's got an Expedia coupon. Yeah. I don't know if I can. They'll have to change the name on the tickets. <laughs> and like for ages, he's like going, yeah, I'm not going to go. And then Nigel Pearson goes says, like, can you tell them that I'm injured? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Nigel Pearson's no. <laughs> like, uh, absolutely not. I, I'm not an ostrich. I've seen that you're not injured. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to go. He's like, all right, fine. If I have to go play for England, I will. And he, he does. He doesn't really look back from it. It's bizarre. But also something else, which is um, about the England team, which is very different to England players we've seen so far. Remember how... Um, Stephen Gerrard's book, he said that he was too nervous to talk to everyone when he first got to England camp uh, because he, I guess because he was young and experienced. Fardy pops himself <laughs> up along. He goes, uh, his first day, in many ways, it was like the first day at a new school. I remember filling my plate with food, going to the dinner table, and as the new lad, not being quite sure where to sit, in the end, I just thought, sod it, and part my arse on a table with Milner, Jack Yelka, Joe Hart, Wayne Rooney, Gary Cahill, and Tom Heaton. Less said about him, the better. But still, he just <laughs> plops himself straight in with all the big dogs. And uh, that's... That's and also a little reference to Wayne Rooney there. Yeah. Oh boy, first oi reference oi. to Rooney. Uh oh. Who nil. knew? Who knew what was going to happen? That was- later on, they'd be in the defendant and uh, <laughs> co- I don't know how trials work. <laughs> Wait, what's, yeah. wrong with, what's wrong with Tom Heaton? Oh, yeah, he's just not. He's not. A, he's not a big England dog, is he? Is that? Oh, right, I thought he'd done say? something that I wasn't aware of. I was like, what? <laughs> no, yeah, James, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's cancelled. <laughs> He's cancelled. Cancelled. Hashtag boycott Tom Heaton. (laughs) (laughs) As we mentioned, this book is packed full of um, uh, amazing stories. So it's quite hard to do dramatic reading this week. However, I think I've chosen... uh, I think I've chosen well. I I I hope you agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can someone cue the dramatic music for me, please? Honk, honk. Cue dramatic music. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Honk, honk. I wonder why she's saying honk, honk. It's a clue. It's a clue. Is it a clue to the reading? What could it possibly be to do with? That's that's Tash's new um, that's Tash's new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's just goes Hong Kong gets me, Tash Daniels. <laughs> Hong Kong, cue dramatic music. <laughs> anyway, Hong Kong, let's cue the dramatic music. Um, this story is called Jamie and Rebecca Vardy are haunted by a goose. Hong <laughs> see? There we go. There's the Hong Kong. Um. Here we go. Uh, this is under uh, the, the chapter heading uh, Great Escape, which I guess is about Leicester's <laughs> miracle survival in the Premier or League. Or the goose. Yeah, or, or the or escaping the goose. Yeah. It works in two ways. Uh, and the, the chapter starts off, that fucking goose. <laughs> <laughs> what a great start to a chapter. That is up there with the best. I think, uh, genuinely, I think I'm my favourite. I think actually all of his chapter startings yeah. are really good. Yeah, they are really, uh, really, really but good. This but is, this is the pinnacle, I'd say. This is a particularly good one. In the summer of 2014, I lost count of the number of times we muttered those words while rubbing our eyes in the middle of another night of interrupted sleep and cursing the bloody bird that was sitting outside our townhouse in Montsorel, making the most... Mount Sorel? Is that how you pronounce it? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Anyone got a Who clue? Knows? This no is another um, North Therapy <laughs> situation. Uh, making the most horrendous noise. I didn't need to open the curtains and peer out the window. The goose was well known to us by now. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, which goose is it this time? Yeah, is it yeah. a man doing a goose impression? Is it the good is it goose Richie or the bad Lacks? goose? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bad goose is back. The goose was well known to us by now, an unwelcome guest that had effectively moved in patrolling the area outside our home like a security guard, all of which would have been fine, but for the racket. <laughs> Once it was in full voice, which was nearly always in the early hours, there was no stopping it. If the goose was a pain in the arse for me, it was public enemy number one for Becky. 
She was heavily pregnant at the time and struggling to sleep well anyway. So the squawking and honking was the last thing she needed. <laughs> Which is that's weird, because often they say that, that squawking and honking <laughs> yeah. is quite good for pregnant women. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, that is true. It's very, very, very therapeutic. I love, very quickly, I love how he says, it would be absolutely fine. I would be, I have no problem with the idea of a goose walking up and down my street <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that it was honking a lot. You're like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> that kind of... <laughs> Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, I can't bear the sight of that goose walking up and down thinking it owns the place. <laughs> These houses are expensive. From canvassing locals to ringing the RSPCA, we tried everything but got absolutely nowhere. And we only became more frustrated as the bird kept coming back. Desperate and deprived of sleep, we felt we had little option but to take the goose on. I didn't fancy hand to hand combat. <laughs> <laughs> But geese don't have hands, first geese of all. Geese don't have hands. That is yeah. a crucial yeah. part of yeah, that. Yeah, that is a big part. Uh, I mean, okay, but but James, you're not telling me that you would pay big money to watch Jamie Vardy for oh, a goose, wouldn't absolutely. you? In, in the same way, um, you know, YouTubers pay money to watch KSI fight, uh, or Logan Paul <laughs> fight, I don't know. Floyd, uh, Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I'd go for Vardy v. Goose. It'd be great. <laughs> Even later on, after as an animal lover and vegan, I would, I would still watch that fight. <laughs> well, I, I also reckon that Jamie Vardy's going to lose that fight. Yeah, mm. yeah, but well, I don't know. Jay, I think you kill it. I think you kill it. Really well, kill okay, it, I think you have to, the the goose gets to have five cans of monster before. Him as well. <laughs> okay, much like him, just to get this. Yeah, it. Vardy takes a long time to heal, so if there's any significant damage, then oh, that's that's his way out. That is true. It might be a bit. Has anyone ever seen the video of Woody Allen fighting a kangaroo? Uh, boxing was kangaroo that was it? No. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it was Woody it, Allen, wasn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's a real thing. It's yeah, horrible. It is horrible. So wait, yeah. we're, sorry, we're, we're cancelling Tom Heaton, but Woody Allen's <laughs> yeah, fine. Woody Okay. It's a real... Uh, anyway, back to um, Jane Vardy fighting a goose. I didn't fancy hand-to-hand combat, so I raided my fishing kit and went for the catapult. Do people keep catapults in fishing kits? I don't... It's like Dennis that the Menace is really weird <laughs> Like what? Like Dennis the Menace shooting yeah. a... You know, you shoot... I, okay, but again, I, I've never fished before, so... I, I don't know, know either. Shooting pike with a thing, maybe. It reached the stage where the goose became a topic of conversation wherever we went. One night, we were at a friend's house showing them the video we had of the goose on our phones. Then the bloke looked at me and said, why don't you just shoot it? In, in Okay, if I was Jamie Vardy, I think I would be in the same position where everyone would be like, Jack's going to come over for dinner. He's going to bring up the goose. You have to, like, just... just I, I'm sorry. Just appease him. Appease yeah. him, just just smile and nod. He's gonna all he's gonna talk about is that fucking goose. Uh, have you ever played yeah. Untitled Goose Game? I have, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, and I, think I there should feel be a, like we're there in should the be a singularity level. in this. Yeah. Like we've done a crossover here. There should be mm-hmm. a cro- there should yeah. be a genuine crossover between FIFA and yeah. Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> untitled <laughs> Jamie Vardy game. Street Fighter. It's, FIFA. Where if you're, it's a beautiful summer's day and you're a horrible Jamie Vardy. But if you play as Leicester and you score a goal, you should get to chase Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Or if you're playing against Leicester, you should get to chase Jamie Vardy with a goose. Anyway, um, he does decide to... Um, he, he tosses and turns for a bit. He says, I'm an animal lover, so I knew that I had to go to war my conscience before getting the goose in my sights. But he does take the gun in the end. He goes up on his roof. Uh, uh, I look I, through the scope... I, 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 like, I love how he says, I'm an animal lover, yet he wanted to shoot a goose because it was being a bit loud. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not how it works, yeah, Jamie. Keep, keep in mind that is the limit of Jamie Vardy. If you, he can love you, but he will also. If you start making too much noise, he'll take a gun to you. He'll shoot you between the eyes. Uh, I looked through the scope on top of the rifle, wrapped my finger tightly around the trigger, and did what I needed to do. Bang! The goose was flapping like mad, but to my amazement, it stayed there almost defiantly. I loaded the gun up again <laughs> and fired a second shot, registering what I thought was another hit, and this time it staggered away like a cat that wanders off to die. Oh, like God. a cat that one, yeah. we can't he's, you can't he's compare shot, a goose he's shot to a another cat. animal <laughs> he yeah. shot another animal before like the other cat that I shot um, the gun was returned we couldn't wait to get it out of the house <laughs> I don't know why and finally we had some peace and quiet for about a day the goose came back what? <laughs> 
noisier than ever, and I couldn't believe it. Neither could Becky. He shot this goose twice, and it has come back. It's a Rasputin sh- goose. It is. It is. This is why it's haunting him. It generally is haunting him. I thought you shot it, she said. I did. I hit it twice, I replied, <laughs> feeling like I now have the goose and my fiancé against me. I hate it when that happens. While also starting to wonder whether either pellet had struck the goose. Well, obviously, he didn't hit it in the right spot, Becky said. We're back to square one. Bizarre. And then uh, it turns out a little while later, there's a little um, epilogue to the story. A little while later, Becky went to a reflex- reflexology session where she told the story of the now notorious goose. The therapist explained that geese are protected birds and highly sensitive and suggested that they may have picked up on the fact that Becky was pregnant. It might have been trying to look out for her and the baby. So there we go. No, Jamie, and, and the weirdest sh- bit of that is that when, when, they give, when she gives birth, the goose goes away and is never seen again. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a it's ghost. Like it- it's a ghost. Like, it limps away. My work, my work here is done. <laughs> just like, it's like Nanny McPhee. It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. All he was doing was looking off Jamie Vardy and Ragvardy. He shoots yeah, it twice. Shoot it. Yeah. I'm trying oh, to help you. Stop it. It's a goose. There we go. There ghost we have it. Goose. I get it. I get it. I get cool, it. Okay, and and there'll be more uh, goose action. No, there'll be more Jamie Vardy after the break, including yet more bad footballer fancy dress. And we're on Wag Watch. Yes. Hi. We're Football Book Club Podcast, and we need your support now. Let's let's drop the appeal music. Hi, everyone. James here, and I just want to tell you about the brand new Football Book Club Club, which you can join to receive bonus weekly episodes, access to exclusive member events, and your very own Football Book Club book book bookmark, all for the same price as a used copy of Darren Huckabee's 2007 book, Hux. So if you enjoy the podcast and need to hear more afterwards, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. Enjoy the episode. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Do you need more sketch comedy in your life? This is a flesh-eating bacteria I stole from work. We stole that from the lab, did you, mate? Yeah. Then you need Crowley time with me, Tom Crowley. With me, Tom Crowley. When did you lose your virginity? 2nd of October 1993 on the pool table. Each episode features brand new sketches, characters and songs. No time to die and no love to lose. Let the life I choose. As well as returning regular features. These are the diaries of Link Tangent, space cartographer. I'm Sir Chantley Buffingham. Hello, my name is Wingnut. All written, performed and produced by me. Tom Crowley. He may look frightening, but he's innocent. He knows not what he does. Over eight hours of original sketch comedy. Available now on all good podcast apps and at CrowleyTime.com. Have you ever had constipation? No. It can be a bit like that. That's Crowley Time with me, Tom Crowley. Subscribe today. Crowley Time! Welcome back to Football Book Club, where we are reading Jamie Vardy's From Nowhere. Does anyone have an out of context, Vardy? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yes. I do. You've got the whole <laughs> summer, James, to think. Got the whole summer to think for No, James is out. James is out. Tasha, have yours. Whatever inspired us that day, whether it was the monks, the weather, or Wayne Rooney, it was occasion I'll never forget. <laughs> oh, very good. And out of context, with Ooh. Rooney in it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Ooh. Really building the scene with that. Uh, Jack, do you have one? Yep. His impression of a horse was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was going to have that in the quiz later. Uh, and, you know, I still I still might. I still might. I still might. <laughs> um, and uh, my uh, context was um, Sam Bailey, the X Factor winner, invited us over to her house. And I had a choice between dressing up as the Grim Reaper or a clown. <laughs> so, there, there we go. Right. It's so weird. So that is, weird. That is, that is, um, that, and sadly, it doesn't go into much more depth on it than I that. Know. It really doesn't. Yeah, really I wasn't. think this book might be the perfect football book club book, genuinely. I think you're because right. It, I, because it's so the story is incredible obviously yep. the sto- whole yep. story is amazing the 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 number of bizarre lines like that is just yep. is off the chart unparalleled and they're yep. throwaway because there's so they're many of them thing. Exactly. Yeah. and and also he comes across as a really nice guy it's it's yeah. incredible it's the what, only it's, thing it's, it's missing staggering is peter reed no peter reed in yeah, the whole no book i'm pretty sure no peter yeah. reed. big shame however no peter reed watch but we have got something new wag watch wag watch yes I've been waiting for this. Tash. <laughs> Tash, Tash, I set you a task. Because you're, you know, you're so captivated by the Vardy-Rooney trial, I yeah. thought it'd be really good to get an account of how Rebecca comes across in this book. So what did you learn about Rebecca Vardy from this book? Rebecca Vardy is an angel on this earth, and I have changed my mind on where I stand on the Rooney Vardy trial, because before this, I was firmly team Colleen, and next episode, I may change my mind. I hope no one the jury is listening. (laughs) However, (laughs) (laughs) However, Rebecca Vardy, I think without her, we would not be reading this book right now. I don't think he would have had anywhere near the career he's got without her you're probably Um, right absolutely right yeah i think he was he says it in kind of a jokey way but he genuinely was on a bit of a self-destruction mission i think at the Mm. time and it's weird because he was already on the way up when that happened yeah but he was out a lot he was damaging his own career i think and she really pulls him in and reins him in and i just have to talk about how they met because when i read it she was like it said Oh, she was the events manager at Viper Room. And I was like, Viper Room? 
Is that like the club that Johnny Depp owns in LA where River Phoenix died? No, it's the place in Sheffield where I was sick in Freshers Week. I knew I knew it from somewhere. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I but- thought you were going to say one of your tough stories where Rebecca Vardy was somehow um, tied up in, in the death of River Phoenix. And I was like, oh God, no. what's going to happen here? But I was God, like, we don't I need know, that court case too. <laughs> Nice. She's an expert on libel now, so no, I'm but not going wait, anywhere so near. When did Tasha's you? When were you in Freshers Week? So I'm very sad about this because his party where they met was 2014, and I left uni in 2013. No, could have been there. Right. Could have been there. But anyway, what was the party again? Was it was it his little... 27th birthday party at Leicester? Yeah, and. His special request that they allowed him to do was to have 250 balloons pinned to the wall full of laughing gas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that was surely illegal at that point, right? How's he getting right? away with that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, he, he mentions it so casually, like it's such a fine thing to do. You're like, yeah. Oh, no, hang well, on. he's like tricks in a little disclaimer. He's like, oh, for my mates, their request. Yeah. Not, not what. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. I had a very similar text from my sister about Leeds Festival this weekend. My friends are interested. Ah, okay. Okay. Anyway. And did you give them uh, Rebecca Vardy's number? Yeah, I did. Just <laughs> um, But yeah, they. he really tries to pull her. And she's having none of it. Um, and she eventually says that she'll go on a date with him if he will leave her alone afterwards. Um, all, he does, all great it, romance it, starts that way. It, 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 the whole the whole relationship is very much wearing her down. He proposes to her about fifteen times, and yeah. then one time he's just I don't I don't know I don't know why she goes for it. She, he's just like smashed at Richard Delay's birthday party or something. Yeah. And he goes, "Well, you marry?" And she goes, "Do you meet this time?" He's like, like seventeen <laughs> skittles vodka. He's like, "Probably." And she's like, "Yeah, great." Oh, Jamie, you made me the happiest woman in the world. Have I? And then, yeah. Doesn't he? Doesn't he buy her a diamond ring in like an airport? In an airport, yeah, at Tiffany's <laughs> so in Thailand. In an airport in Thailand. Yeah. Who knows if it's real or not? Who knows? Yeah. He gets her um, that in a massive Toblerone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but me, I, I really do think that she is really good for him. Yeah. And I also have to just give a special shout out because this is Wag Watch after all. Yeah, her dedication to the wag life and the wag mm. aesthetic is unrivaled. I've never seen anything like it. So I'll give you two examples. First one: Please. they're in Ibiza, and she breaks her toes wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and that's then one of my highlights. She of the book. goes on a night out to Pasha in a pair of platform heels. I yeah. mean, what yeah. a woman! And yeah. then next She's made up, next up, she's giving birth. And she's told she needs a C-section, so she's got a little while to wait. So what does she decide to do? Wash her hair oh. and have a blow dry. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And I like how Jamie's like, for reasons only she knows. Only she knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only she, she wants can to say. wash her hair. And I just Mad. think that dedication to looking like a wag is just, I love it. Primo. Well, wag there we watch, go. 10 out of 10. What we don't know we did ratings on Wagwatch, but cool. That's uh, that's that's good to bring. James, are you going to do a jingle for Wagwatch? I think it needs one. Wag-watch. It'll be very much the same jingle, but with my redoing the thing. Wagwatch, Wagwatch. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they wag for you? Wagwatch, Wagwatch. Can we do that? Very much so. 
Um, I do think though, that, well, just a quick shout out uh, to the real love story of the book, though, um, mm-hmm. which is Jamie and the Inbetweeners. Yes. Uh, Jamie's Jamie has three mates called Collins, Rans, and Ridgie. Of course they are. Uh, who follow him everywhere, go to every single game, and they love each other. I think Rebecca comes up with the name of the Inbetweeners. Yes, them, which, she does. Yeah. That's yeah. very sweet. Very yeah. sweet. Very sweet. And, and they, yeah. they don't they co- don't they go to a uh, a match dressed as Crayola cra- pencils yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, they mm-hmm. are. It's. It's classic lad behaviour all the way so, through. So, so yeah. banterous. Such yeah. banter. <laughs> we put away a few pints that night, let me tell you. <laughs> we touched upon fancy dress just now. We talked about the in-betweeners. And I want to bring up... Uh, it's, a, it's a theme in the books we've had so far, isn't it? Fancy dress. Footballers, fancy dress is a thing. Um, however, I think this book has the worst example of it yet. Or the most infuriating Reference to it. Jack's nodding his head. I think he agrees with it. So, I do. So first of all, all the Leicester stuff in the book is amazing. Except this. This is in the year when they win the league. Ranieri lets them have a Christmas party in Copenhagen. And uh, this is actually in the chapter called The Whole Team is Caesar, uh, as mentioned before. And uh, Jamie says, we would all we all agreed that we would meet in the hotel reception at 11am. But Batman, Assassin's Creed, Banana Man, and the White Power Ranger, Robert Huth, Richard Delatt, Shinji Okazaki, and Jamie Vardy, to give us our real names, we're being, we're being kept waiting and getting a bit impatient. That sounds fun. Until... Okay. All fine until he reveals it was our Christmas party in Copenhagen. The theme was computer game characters, and we'd all promise to keep our outfits secret. <laughs> I think Tash knows where it's going. Uh, Jack is Banana Man a video game character? No. Is the, <laughs> is, is, is the White Power Ranger a, a video game character? There might, might be a Power Ranger. Primarily, primarily, no. But hang no. on, hang on. Batman, I, even Batman, I would argue, is not a video game I, character. I agree. It's lazy to go as him. Yeah, yeah I would but say they the could have gone as that... themselves. They're all in exactly. FIFA. Exactly. exactly. I was they're all in FIFA. That, that, they're yeah. all in FIFA. They might have <laughs> that that been the smart one. That would have been the smart one. I bet who's like the smart player in that team? I bet that's what like Esteban Cambiasa did. Actually, I'm myself. Actually, he'd left by that point. But yeah, let's go through some of the other ones in there. Wes was a giant Pac-Man. Great. Wes Morgan gets it. That's fine. That's brilliant. Perfect. That's absolutely perfect. So who was Assassin's Creed? I think that's Richie Delat. So Richie Delat got it as well. But you're, but you're not. He's not called Assassin's Creed, is he? They're not like, hey, Assassin's Creed, how's it going? I don't know what he's called. The I Assassin. Don't know. I guess. Is that the man I'm in the not... hood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's. It, it, I will say Jamie, it's a risky. It's a risky outfit to to, to put on. Isn't it like a yeah. white hood? <laughs> yeah, white that is true. real. Well, he said he was risky. the guy from Assassin's Creed, but yeah. <laughs> he had some pretty dodgy views around that time. Um, Danny Simpson, Spider Man, again, a borderline one. I'm not having. But then, Casper- okay, so, mm, so there was a good Spider Man game around that time. That's so. true. That's like you could go as Harry Potter because it's a Harry Potter. No, yep. I'm not. I, I totally agree. I okay, totally yeah, agree. I agree with that. Uh, also, this, just going this... as Spider-Man, Superman, Batman is so lazy. I, I agree. agree. These footballers I... have money. They, why are they never creative? Why are yep. this, is there always this is... a Spider-Man? That a Batman, might be Superman. a great job. You could be fancy dress Ooh, consultant for footballers. <gasps> yeah. they and really I, need I... one. I agree, and I tell you, definitely needs one. Uh, this this next one uh, turns my stomach. Casper Schmeichel for the for a computer game themed party went as Mister Incredible. Just very, just so wrong. I was so an- that was genuinely the one where I was like, well, that's just the yeah. laziest He's thing He's just in the world. googled Awful. like blonde people, hasn't he? <laughs> He's just gone. Well, how can I be an and that, incredible? That's the first man. person who comes up when you Google yeah. blonde people, Mister Incredible, <laughs> and his dad, Most famously blonde. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can either uh, go as Peter Schmeichel or. <laughs> or... Um, Jeff Schlupp was the Black Power Ranger again. Bad Nathan again, Dyer, but not good. No, not no, good. Bad. There's no Power Nathan Ranger Dyer, game. Iron Man, wrong. Teenage Mutant no. Ninja Turtles and Matty James, Andy King, Ben Hamer, and Drink Danny Drinkwater, all wrong. 
And uh, that is it, I think, in there. Just terrible, disgraceful. That, uh, the that, only person, who, who, the only person who, who has his, who has his, like, who, who comes out of that with any credit, I yep. would say, really, is Wes Morgan. Yep, I agree. I agree. Pac-Man. I'd love to see a giant Pac-Man. I'd um, love to Wes see. Morgan. And Richard Delat uh, either comes out with a bit of credit or <laughs> his reputation massively. <laughs> 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 we, haven't, we haven't really figured that one out. But, you know, uh, that aside, the lesser stuff is all amazing. You're ticking off all the, as the book goes on, you're ticking off all the big things. You've got the 11 game scoring run when uh, Jane Vardy smashes uh, Ruven Nistori, wasn't it? His, his record, yeah. I think it was. Um, and then um, you've also, obviously, we mentioned The Great Escape before. They talk about that. One interesting thing I found was that um, he didn't really like Esteban Cambiasso, who I always thought um, was kind of, because he was there the year before, and then um, they replaced him with Gokhan Inler, I think, the next year. Mm-hmm. And I thought Cambiasso was the guy who kind of turned the corner for Leicester because I remember in that that run in towards the end, he was brilliant and he had he all that brilliant. experience. I always thought he must be great in the dressing room, but <laughs> Vardy just like, nope. he's fucking paying the ass. <laughs> he just keeps like, he goes like, oh, I think we should do this tactic. He's like, tactics? <laughs> we don't do tactics around here. Skill of vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's the, all we do. No, the, the best bit of Cambiasso's uh, Leicester career is when they're all just in the dressing room at one point and they're talking and then Cambiasso randomly butts into a conversation and says I know you guys think I'm just here for the money but I'm not and then that's yeah. the end of it like, yeah, it's like where's that come from we didn't know how much money you were on Esteban why would you bring that up <laughs> so funny oh, it's that true really makes me laugh yeah it's true it did make me change the way I thought about things but he loves um, Danny Drinkwater he loves Okazaki yep. a lot of these people. and you have all these moments gum rolling you got the like I said the 11 game scoring run you've got them Oh, winning the league, which is, you know, <laughs> uh, annoying moment for me as a Spurs and, fan. And Gola Conte as well, which I just wanted to mention. He oh, yeah. has come up with a brilliant idea of getting out of paying fines. Um, oh, yeah. So he comes across as a, well, I think people know about his reputation anyway. He's like a sweet guy. He's, you know, uh, drives a mini. He's very, like, low-key. He doesn't care about the money. And then um, they have a policy. If you're late, you got to pay a £100 fine or £200 and Conte's lit first time and they're like oh yeah you gotta pay the fine and he's like how can I pay this fine when there are people starving in Africa I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather give it to them and that's brilliant I- I'm gonna do that next time yeah. I get a parking yeah. fine yeah yeah next on DVLA come on I go yeah, uh, yeah. I just uh, ended that, that, that page of the book I'm just gonna say you could do it with your taxes as well really yeah that's true, that's that's true. I could give you this but mm, Africa maybe Africa <laughs> yeah um, but yeah the, the I loved it you get all these you, it does really just take you on a ride at the end and then end sadly on Euro 2016 which isn't as good but um, he does score against Wales he doesn't have a bad tournament I mean I, guess. I imagine this book came out in 2017 we're gonna get a second one oh so. yeah Surely. for sure God, yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd love since. a second one yeah yeah, he's I mean, the at Champions this League. point of this book, he's only been a professional for what five years, yeah. four or five years, yeah. Yeah. and he's won the Premier League. It's just, it's ridiculous. And he's, yeah. and he's scored multiple times for England. Yeah. He has, yeah, it's so, incredible. Including, the including a back heel against yeah. uh, Manuel Neuer. Remember that? Yeah, that was, inc- that was incredible. The book changed me, but did it change you? Yeah. Cool. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, and I think it's going to be very hard for Wayne Rooney to beat it right yeah i do as well i feel a lot of warmth towards jamie vardy and Mm. becky who i'm gonna call her becky now because he does because he calls her becky he does he does he does he really does um and marks out of 10 let's start with oh let's start with mr notorious bastard james balgen (laughs) Um, that's not because of the marking uh, (laughs) i thought it was very good very well written great story likeable guy eight i think that's a good mark uh yeah i'm gonna go eight as well i think tash 
I'm going to go nine. I really Whoa! enjoyed it. I've bow, never, bow, I don't bow, think bow, I've bow. ever given anyone a nine before, but I really enjoyed it. I, I actually would read it for fun. <laughs> wow. It was an enjoyable read. No one's read. ever said that it on was. this show before. <laughs> <It was. Yeah. laughs> Are you saying you wouldn't read uh, Lorenzo Amorosa's LA Confidential never, for fun anymore? ever again. <laughs> Fair enough. And Jack, uh, let's see what you give it then. And gave it a nine as well. Wow. It was really, really good. I, I, I was stunned by how good it was. Yeah, generally. me too. I, it was very I think good. it might, yeah. I, like I said, I think it might be the perfect football book club book. I think it's this, just brilliant. It could be the highest score I've ever given it. Eight and a half out of ten is what it gets overall. Oof. Is that highest? Could be. Maybe. I mean, don't oh, wait, worry. No, we we've, got some shockers. we've got some shockers coming up this season. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going it's to change soon. But he's, he's very All much the people listening that. being like, oh, they're just going to do good books this season. Don't worry. <laughs> no. Oh, boy, they're not. <laughs> and it goes very much in first place in the leaderboard for now. This week's quiz. Your names for this week's quiz. Um, I'm going to give you all nicknames that are used in the book by Jamie Vardy. So, Jack, you're Sharky, which was the nickname of... Uh, Albright and Mark Albright. Mark Albright because he's got a nose like a shark. No, he's got a, yeah. a nose like a shark's fin. That's right. Yeah. Um, nose Tash- like a shark. Sharks don't have noses. Yeah, uh, they probably do smell something. Uh, oh, shit. I should, how do they smell awful? Yeah, well. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tash, you're Drinky, uh, which is the nickname of Danny Drinkwater. Classic footballer's nickname, that one. Mm-hmm. And James, you are Nugie Pups, which yeah. is uh, <laughs> the nickname of David Nugent, apparently. <laughs> Question. Come on, come on, new G pups. Good luck. I'm rooting for you. Question number one: Which Sheffield Wednesday hero did Jamie Vardy pretend to be when playing outside his house as a oh. child? Oh, new Shocky. New G pups was in first. Uh, Hursty. Yes, David who is Hurst. David Hurst is correct. Yeah, boy. One nil to the new G pups. Hasn't <laughs> that as a chart? Um, question number two: What was Stockbridge goalkeeper Ben Scott's party trick? We might have mentioned it. Oh, earlier. Uh, um, Sh- uh, Shocky. Yes. He could do a really good impression of animals, and he did impressions of dogs when people, when strikers were about to go through on goal. <laughs> that is, That's I don't, so I don't remember the dog bit, but yeah, he, 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 that is that is correct. And he famously did uh, impressions of horses. I think if he ever came was. up against Fardy later in his career, he should have done a goose. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. He just shit himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was Jamie Vardy's American Pie inspired Facebook status? Oh God! Oh, God. From Shit, a quote by I a thing, Finch, Chris Finch, not Chris Finch. What's his name? In it? It's something like Finch, isn't it? Or something in it? Yeah. Oh, it's, all right, Nugie pups. It, uh, I'm gonna have to rush you. It's uh, something like no. living, living the. Is that wrong? It's something yeah, like getting it's laid. Like not giving any clues. Getting laid, making money. It's something like that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, gonna give it. I'm gonna give paid. it to Tash. I'm, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. I'm going to give it to, um, what's his name? New- Drinky. I'm going to give it to Drinky. Drinky. Uh, it's love and life, getting paid, getting laid. Oh, <laughs> is, it, is what it is. Uh, and Horrible. final question. This is the decider. What does Jose Mourinho say when Jamie Vardy first plays against his Chelsea team? Shocky. Yes. Oh. Don't you ever stop fucking running. It's very good. <laughs> very, very good. And our winner is Shocky. Congratulations, yeah. Shocky. Yay! Very good, Sharky. Sharky, um, I know what you want as your prize. I think I know what it is. Do you know what it is? I, you, I, I do. I, yeah, you know exactly what I want. The, what, the get, only thing I want is yeah, a song Ken by Zong? Ken Zong. 
yeah. Yes. Yes. I was going to say Steve Bruce cardboard cutout. <laughs> I'll take yeah. a Kenzo. Give me one of them. So we all know Ken. Ken writes football charts about footballers long since retired. What have we had? We've had, um, I love it when you call me Leroy Lita to send the Rita. We've had uh, Stern John to the thong song. He always he always delivers. He always delivers, Ken. And this week, or so, he usually delivers. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> this, let's not build up too much. And this week's the tune of the Juno G classic. Uh, there's only one, so I think we all know what it is. Um, can I have some of the, you know, the... <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Ooh, ah, uh, Steve Agrizovich. Ooh, ah, uh, he's six foot four. Ooh, ah, uh, Steve Agrizovich. Stopping girls is what he's for. Ooh, ah, uh, Steve Agrizovich. Ooh, ah, uh, he's six foot four. Ooh, ah, uh, Steve Agrizovich. Just give up, you'll never score. Yes, Ken. That was so good. You've woken the baby Sid up. It's the end of the episode. He loved it. He loves he loves former Coventry goalkeeper Steve Grizovich. <laughs> that is all for this week's book. But in a fortnight, as remember, we're fortnightly now. Uh, it's time for Vardy versus Rooney Part Two as we read Wayne's 2013 book, My Decade in the Premier League. Make sure you tune in for that. It's going to have to be good. It's going to have to be good to beat Jamie. In the meantime, make sure you get in touch with us on Twitter at Footy Book Club, Instagram at Football Book Club, or on Facebook. Send us your thoughts, your author footballer puns, chant ideas, anything. If you can't wait two weeks for an episode, make sure you join the Football Book Club club where you receive 20 minutes more Vardy actions. We continue to talk about the book, plus loads more bonus episodes and the Football Book Club book book bookmark. Head to Patreon.com forward slash football book club for now though guys any last words honk honk <laughs> <laughs> uh, as in a goose or tash's catchphrase oh, tash's catchphrase obviously tash's catchphrase honk, of course. honk honk it's honk. tash honk honk <laughs> goodbye <laughs> thanks for listening to football book club it featured james bug jack bernhardt natasha daniels and james balgen it was created by James Bug. Thanks to Jamie Vardy for writing the book. But where are they all now? Well, since writing the book, Jamie has gone on to win the FA Cup, the Community Shield, and Master Brewer of the Year for his Skittles Vodka. Nigel Pearson now manages Bristol City in the Championship, but has sadly run out of ostrich metaphors. The Goose has been shot further 15 times by Jamie to no avail, and Richie DeLatz and Gary Taylor Fletcher never did reschedule their holiday. Very sad. The theme music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is using the Creative Commons 4.0 license. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a fortnight with Vardy v Rooney part two. See you then. Honk honk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.